Welcome listeners to another episode of the segment Mic Check under the Common Ground Podcast. As always, I have Arjun with me and Shiva and myself, Kanchan. Today, in today's mini episode, we are going to be talking about oversaturation in the music industry. Is it a myth Is it a re- uh, or is it reality? Okay, um, Shiva, what are your thoughts on oversaturation? Well... I feel that oversaturation doesn't necessarily mean that although there are a lot of uh, artists who are like studying the industry. What I feel is oversaturation, it focuses on really how the content and sonically speaking, uh, the elements of music kind of sound repetitive and way too similar from one artist to another. And this is mainly a commonplace um, critique of let's say hip hop and rap music because there isn't um, so much to work with but and uh, many people feel that most rappers kind of tend to work in the same uh, tangent without much originality or whatever yeah so um when you talk about oversaturation we can mostly talk about how there's been an increased um, amount of artists in um, especially rap music with the word lil on them lil baby lil peep lil pump like so many artists that focus on only one aspect or sub genre of trap which uh, rap which is like trap music and right now um, in my opinion i think that in the um, rap in the rap music especially um there is a lot of oversaturation happening because you don't really have a lot of you don't have a lot of innovation or a lot of new music coming from these artists most of the time it's just the same 808s and some dark beat with some hard hitting bass and some um weird raps and weird bars so there's not really much innovation or pioneering happening in the music industry right now and that's mainly because this kind of auto tuned music and this um kind of bland music is what's selling more more experimental and more innovative stuff isn't really selling i mean if you look at for example jpeg mafia who's a very experimental rapper he he's not really very mainstream right now he's very indie uh, a cult classic almost yet he makes some of the most experimental and most innovative music i've ever heard and i think that we should look at oversaturation in the music industry from the perspective of the business owners and the label heads and how they know that if you aren't following the same code that's already in the industry you won't sell one thing also just from a personal opinion itself a reason why i actually listen to a lot of experimental music myself and death again grip. um like i give death grips i'll talk about grails that many people don't even know about um totally jpeg so. mafia as well um so the reason why i like experimental music is because of the oversaturation in many sort of genres in today's music industries where it just sounds so repetitive you know music style sounds so repetitive when we look at again reggae when we look at afrofusion when we look at these artists they use similar sort of backdrop beat we can also talk about drill music uk drill music we can talk about um even grime how many of the flow sounds the same and again when you listen to that flow you immediately recognize it as either uk drill or grime or even reggae and even with many sort of artists in the us as well when you look at west coast rap east coast rap they sound very very repetitive the only difference is is the wording is the lyrics right so again the reason why i like experimental music is because it explores genres it it basically takes bits and pieces of different sort of genres and that contributes to the originality of the music as well 
right so again it, this has a lot to do with why people make this decision you know a lot of listeners it really depends on the demand from the market it really depends on what people really want to listen to and apparently if people like to listen to repetitive music they would actually continue making it and again this contributes to a lot of the point where is there any sort of real music being made in the end of the day are we actually listening to anything that is good but that is also very subjective opinion because you you might think the saturated music you listen to is original to your sort of standpoint um but the reason why i like experimental music and the reason why i know it's not really that um sort of mainstream is because either they find it a very strange listen i'll give death grips for example um they're one of my favorite bands but even even country you don't even like them for some reason and no, I, don't, i don't like them i just primarily haven't listened to them that's right, the only right. thing so i mean even when i first listened to um death grips it was like it was very very daunting and very scary to listen to because it was kind of the music i was never used to and i kind of feel really sad because for the first 15 or 16 years of my life right now i'm 17 but back when i discovered death grips for the first 15 or 16 years of my life i never knew there was such you know outlier music such music outside this this sort of little bubble we live in where we listen to constant pop music or even hip hop music in the sort of bubble that we live in that is this comfortable space to listening to the sort of genre right because when there's this when you explore that sort of other music one it's kind of scary because you see that okay there's this sort of music will i really like it and when you listen to it at first you will not like it at all that clips is a perfect example for that and when you constantly again listen to it again and again again this is one of the biggest best decisions i've made because our first when i listened to that clips album the money store i listened to the first three tracks of that album and it was it was the most scariest album like if you listen to that clips you'd understand because the music style is so different you have mc right who's shouting in the mic and then you have you know you have andy moran who's playing the piano like crazy and there are sort of eerie sounds at the back and again when you kind of dive into this sort of pit you obviously diving into this sort of pit is scary but then once you go in there you actually start getting absor- it kind of absorbs you to the sort of you know, music and then you begin to explore other sort of experimental music as well like daughters or even um jbag mafia which is not really as extreme to um death grips but on a similar sort of arc in terms of experimental music and again when you look at other artists who aren't really under the limelight but actually sound amazing and grails is actually one of example but if your listeners are here you can probably look google grails um and you know they have a bunch of um music on youtube a bunch of their whole albums are on youtube it's amazing music it's and again i'll give swans as well because some it's this is again going to a whole other subarc but many of the music that experimental musicians make aren't really under the limelight and it's because they don't stick to a specific genre that is comfortable for listeners and that is very disappointing because when i listen to music i want to listen to all types of music otherwise i would have a very biased opinion on what music is really released and i don't want to have a biased opinion on anything yeah i mean at the same time you have to look at it from a common consumer's perspective um i can like understand why many people don't like jpeg mafia or death grips or the swans cuz it's very daunting like even for me the first time i listened to um as you said even the first I mean, time i listened so much i mean yeah, a reason why i brought swans up is weird but i understand like swans itself have like two hour long albums and people don't really want to sit down and listen to a two hour long album and that has a lot to do with the experimental aspect of the music even if even if you take grails um they have albums that are similarly long as well 
and even certain death grip albums are like certain songs in death grip albums i think i think one was um crouching tiger they had songs that were 24 minutes long or even 11 minutes long and some songs even in bottomless pit are like 6 minutes long and 7 so even the length of certain songs are really long and when you look at even artists today when you see pop meme music you know like okay the, if your song needs to be successful it needs to be between 2 minutes 30 to 3 or lesser than that when you look at experimental artists who don't give a shit about what music would sound like or what people would like but want to make music that's true to them humanity. see the thing is again one another aspect which i just found out which just came into mind um which i really respect about experimental music is they don't care about limiting themselves and really questioning what the listener might like they make music that is true to themselves and that contributes to the entire originality that comes to from their music they don't care about the length of their music swans is a perfect example with two hour long albums they just want to make music that they want to make and they don't want to base their music judgment basically what they make based on who they are making it to listen and that is also a very important point when it comes to who you listen to you want to listen to artists who make music that's true to themselves and who just don't want to make music to cater to basically feed our ears and make us more happy that's why i respect experimental music so much yeah i i, I agree with the uh, urgencies but i think why um, so many artists are getting into like the mainstream wave is because it's so much more palatable and digestible than like um experimental music because experimental music it actually stretches the limits of the human imagination but like most mainstream music is something that's easily accessible to all that's the reason why many um, most hip hop artists are actually successful right now is that they have they share the common sound that's universally appealing and it also uh, uh, it's kind of pop friendly and it doesn't it's not like some is some on really an extreme tangent which might not make it appealing to some people and there are genuinely some people who just want to listen to music for like um the whole vibe or like just to unwind and experiment music i feel um it kind of it makes you inquisitive and it makes you think but it's not the best uh, kind of thing to do when you're trying to unwind so that's why mainstream music is on such a high because of how friendly it is and how accessible it is compared to experiment music yeah i mean also um in if you take like consumer friendly artists they also are afraid to experiment with their music because they feel like certain records won't sell like if you take the example of kanye after he switched up his old style and started experimenting he didn't get as many records or sales as he normally did with a album and at the same time when you look at um ashiva said the uh, consumer friendliness of experimental music there's not really any limits on what is considered as experimental music or alternative music or etc we really have to look at it from the perspective of the listener because many some people might consider alternative music as experimental and experimental as alternative so when it comes to oversaturation most of the time the experimental artists are trying to create their own unique noise in this whole um industry but while they are doing that they kind of fall into this repetitive structure where they always release these jarring albums with industrial um, noises and stuff i mean that's one criticism that 
that I've seen people say of death grips of how it's almost always the kind of same formula or structure and there's not really any difference which is quite ironic if you ask me I would actually disagree with that yeah, I, if you listen to death grips no you would know that it would sound different every album if you listen to every single album that death grips have released which is around 10 to 11 they have different style of music every single time they explore with punk rock they explore with alternative rock they explore with hip hop industrial music they they explore with many sort of uh, things as well but that's only if you listen to them would you actually know the sort of variation in their music and why a lot of people admire their music um if you see if many people who actually again question there's also another layer to it when we see how people judge music as well is did you really listen to the artist to its entirety did you listen to their whole album and immediately basing out judgments from a couple of songs is um you know not the right right um position to make a judgment on an artist but again when it comes to death grips i would have to disagree with you conscience because they make different sorts of music every single album some some albums will have high um you know high references to genre of punk rock high references to genre of industrial hip hop high references to even sort of techno music even electronic music there is a lot of again there is a sort of similar streamline in terms of style but that has to be there they have to have a unique style which they have to maintain um again that also has a lot to do with the topic where when we try to defend the whole saturation aspect of any sort of industry not even music you got to realize that there is a certain theme that each genre has and because it has that theme it's what makes a genre unique from others and why there is a sort of establishment when it comes to genre but the only issue comes when when you kind of surround and make your whole music around the fact that i only want to make a music on this genre instead you should make music that you want to make from your from your heart you know not because you want to make this sort of genre music that you actually start focusing on sounds that have been previously made on that music where then it immediately sounds unoriginal because that again is a very it's a very fine line to that but it is a very important judgment to make when it comes to music that is actually original in comparison to music that isn't but like look at like most artists now i agree with arjun and how we should respect these kind of like genres for like actually being for trying new things and pursuing their dreams as artists but let's face it most artists are in the craft just for uh, reaping their rewar- financial rewards no not many artists most mainstream artists today don't pay that much heed to their originality or their legacy all all they are here for is for commercial and financial success and this is why they, so many uh, authors are just re- repeating that tried and tested formula they know that it works and they want to appeal to that fan base of people who may, majority listen to that mainstream music cuz if you look at it from uh, this point of view there are m- way more people who are who listen to mainstream music than experimental music because of um, let's say promotion by their labels so again as i said promotion of the label so if there was an experimental act and an actual uh, mainstream act on the same label who do you think the label is going to promote more of course they pre- promote the more mainstream artists right because they more family friendly they more appealing and they can have a wider reach in audience that's so the, you know there are various actually, factors that determine yeah. i mean i do agree yeah. with the fact that there is a sort of like argument that you can make 
um, for the fact that there is this sort of saturated market again we should need to realize that music is very subjective and the whole degree of saturation really depends on you know either what music you listen to or which sort of perspective you're looking at it but then we should realize it's not just the music industry itself you know all arts actually produce um, sort of saturated markets i mean who doesn't want to get paid handsomely to express themselves on their own terms who doesn't want to who doesn't want to be adored by millions right the lifestyle of those at or near the top is seductive um, to almost everyone um, to varying degrees and the dawn of the internet in particular has actually saturated the market so the whole lifestyle of those or at near the top is seductive to almost everyone to varying degrees and the dawn of the internet in particular has saturated the market more than ever obviously but it is not important that we need to see it as a it is not good that we see it as a bad thing in itself i mean let's say at the top of the spectrum you know we have both your kanye west or even taylor swift um at the bottom and then you have like let's say an 11 year old um beginner piano players and probably like uh, trashy stoner garage bands but somewhere in between all you find are guys in bar bands small time career musicians teachers producers a and r's regional touring bands label executives etc you also uh, have everyone who would be involved in the music industry but can't seem to break through there are only so many jobs available to any sort of given industry and should some um, of the in-betweens or even at the tops be forced to vacate their occupations to give those at the bottom let's say a fair shot because again this doesn't seem to have to seem to work right does it suck that everyone who loves to make music isn't going to be able to make their living i'm only doing that you know again it, it's probably the reality but there are far greater tragedies to concern yourself if you um uh, to concern yourself with if you want to um, concern yourself with any sort of tragedy um, and besides the fact that it's a job as a job of a professional musician in it has such an unbelievably high demand and woefully short supply in terms of making something good because it incentivizes musicians to improve their craft right we can sit and whine all day about how the market is oversaturated and how it has a huge problem but most of us have spent half as much as time like as in musicians have spent half as much as time practicing as we do as they do complaining about whether they'd have their own little spot in the music industry which many of us actually which many of the artists do you know i mean it's very easy to complain about the oversaturation and the fact that there's an effect in terms of you know who has time or who actually has a sort of spotlight in terms of listening to the music but again that is how competition works that is how making music that you want to listen to works and looking at it from that sort of lens you kind of see that the reason why this is oversaturation is because there is sort of high competition whereas other people are making similar sorts of music because there is this demand for that sort of sound i mean even when you come to um, people accepting accolades and rewards for their music if you look at the grammys for example and how they always classify any sort of experimental music as urban contemporary. I mean, Tyler, the creator, brought up some really good points about this and how they kind of classify any sort of new music brought by an, art an, an artist as this kind of urban contemporary. When in reality, when an artist classifies his album as a pop album or an R&B album, the recording industry classifies it as this and makes you like, think that your album is not what you want it to be. So I think that um, as Arjun, as you were saying, the mainstream industry and also the label executives and heads kind of force it upon an artist to um, kind of fulfill the consumer's needs rather than their own artistic endeavors.
Exactly. That's that's the one I agree with. Just looking for the most profitable ways and the most profitable artists. Even the most mainstream artists, they would want to experiment on new tangents, on new sounds. But since they were limited by various factors such as like demand for mainstream music or their demands of the labor, they can't really uh, express themselves artistically and they're forced to be confirmed to industry standards which is why the market is so oversaturated because it's it's driven by um, finance and not by artistic taste or whatever Uh, i feel it's lost its purpose from actually being about the artist's will to being how the record label wants the market to look like so the like every other industry, the music industry is also being driven by finances and not what the artist actually wants. Yeah, I mean, um, even uh, uh, many artists who have either retired or um, unfortunately died, many label executives and uh, new artists themselves coined themselves as the next, the next, um, you know, the next best replacement. I mean, in the case of Juice World, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, some artists called that kid Leroy. People are calling him the next Juice World, which uh, is just clearly just a ploy just to make people listen to him and just to get desperate fans of Juice World just to listen to him. So all executives and label heads will do anything, what anything they can in their power just to get as many sales and profits as they can. One thing I want to add also is um, yeah. how again that destroys the whole artistic uh, point of music and you know when you make music you want to make something that is as we said constantly before is something that is true to you something that expresses yourself and when you kind of make it a whole business you know kind of this business thing i understand that certain business has to exist but if it was up to me i would make the artistic industry not just music even movie making um not have to be affected by any sort of you know I, I mean it's kind of impossible because there's demand and supply to everything and people have to make money out of everything but it is just so sad that living in this sort of uh in this sort of world where you know you have a lot of profit after being made and you know people have to earn a living and you know the only way i can see that change can happen is if people who listen to music such as us the consumers change our perspective on what real music actually is and a lot of us are too immature to actually understand that because we are immediately ready to listen to what our friends listen to you know we have mainstream artists like again you might actually admire their music but then the recognition for other artists is not there and again when we see it is sad to think about it, but it is a reality of life and we need to admit it. You know, we have many experimental musicians, which we mentioned before, aren't getting the same recognition that they are for the artists that are currently put on a platform today. But th- even these sort of industry artists that have um, that don't have the recognition may actually have higher artistic skill and higher music, mus- like musical skill in terms of artists that are on the mainstream platform. But again, it's all a demand and supply thing. And um, it is just a reality we have to live with. And I'll just give you an example of how, you know, when you're making content, 
it's like actually when you, it's it's funny because right now I feel like making music is like making YouTube videos where it's kind of like you kind of making content and it's like making a wine that lasts for six seconds long, let's say, and you know the music kind of gets old after that. When you look at artists beforehand, you know in the sixties or seventies or even the eighties, they would make legacy breaking like music that would you would, even if you listen to it thirty years later, you would still not get over it. And we feel about that music even nowadays, right? Even if you you ask your parents. but you should realize that it has a lot to do with the money making aspect which is very sad but it's a reality we have to live with and us as listeners we can do as much as to realize and identify certain experimental musicians maybe or other musicians um who aren't really mainstream and not base our decisions on whether that artist has you know depending on how many spotify plays they have or even how many youtube views they have because when you base your artist on that that is just disappointing and that just shows your taste of music is is out of the root like it's just in the bin so it has um again i want to talk about like even bolly like this is like really out of the topic but bollywood when you look at bollywood movies you know there has to be two or two or three item songs you know there has to be a hero heroine there has to be the sort of sh- um shakespeare types shakespeare structured play and you know there's a sort of romance thing it has If you look at Bollywood movies, many of them have a certain script that they follow, and it's because they know that this type of movies will get them money. And when you kind of see not just in music, even in other industries, that this sort of strategy is being used just because it is profitable, not only profitable, easy to make, it is under budget. It is sad if we, as listeners, like it. I mean, I don't blame them for making it. They end another day, they want to make money as well. but us as listeners to give us give them the money that they make is our our mistake we cannot blame the industry for that because the industry shapes itself around what we want to listen to so we are the ones to blame yeah exactly we really um i agree with your point and how we as a um, society don't really give enough props to artists as they need but um wrapping things up we can clearly see that we've come to um common ground when it comes to how um experimental artists don't get enough props as they should and how the industry does not prefer these artists because they don't sell and how they would rather um groom and remodel artists to fit their image so you know once again i would like to thank the listeners for tuning into this segment of the common ground podcast thank you shiva thank you arjun and thank you to our listeners